Hello and welcome to the Performance Through Health podcast. We aim to inspire and educate our listeners through engaging conversations on all things health and fitness, mindset, business and philosophy. My name is Martin McPhillamy and I'm your host and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome back. So today's just me, no interview today. I'm going to give you some uh, insight into my own expertise. So as you all know, I am a, a sleep scientist. I've been working in the sleep industry for about eight years now. And I think given uh, what's been going on in the world recently, there's a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and I would imagine a lot of people are struggling to sleep. So today is just going to be essentially just a short episode to to help people with with their with their sleep. And I don't want to dive too much into knowledge or topics or anything like that or you know any kind of um, uh, science behind anything because people have been mentioning that that might particularly be a little bit too much of lecturing whereas today I just want it to be concise and full of uh, value so I'm going to give my five top tips for um, improving your sleep quality and ensuring that you get a good night's sleep so obviously a lot of people are feeling stressed at the moment and that just raises kind of these excitatory levels of uh, chemicals in their brains and it makes people unable to relax so these are all about what can we do to make sure that we can relax and, and, and get a good rest so going to dive straight into it number one is the you know the key thing with sleep is being consistent and without going too deep into it uh, the body is regulated on a clock deep within our brains it's run by the sun and uh, you know the darkness and those hormones are meant to be going up and down throughout the night so if we can get up at the same time in the morning the amount of the chemicals that are basically built up throughout the day from energy usage that allow us to actually feel tired and to allow our brain to kind of start to downregulate and start to um, you know, turn off is uh, is going to be consistent at the same time at night time. So therefore, you're going to feel the same and you can start to feel tired in that, in that evening time. So number one tip is actually to try and be consistent with your sleep. And then if you think about what most people do is they're probably consistent Monday to Friday and then come Saturday, Sunday, you know, people are always saying, I'll have a rest, I'll have a lie-in or they'll have a big night and they'll have a a late night. If you want to have the best night's sleep you can, then you do want to keep it consistent. And that means if you're you're in isolation, then you can do that and you can get your body into that routine. And I don't want to, you know, (laughs) put people and say people, you know, you can't go out, you can't enjoy yourself. Obviously you can do that. You've also got to have a life at the same time but is when you can try and keep that consistent okay so number two number two is um creating an, an evening routine so you always hear about people having morning routines to set up their day plan out their day making sure they know what they're going to do what they want to achieve setting their attentions having cold showers all that sort of stuff well we can actually do that in the evening as well to kind of calm us down and allow us to to feel like we're ex- accepting that the day is over so for me, uh, an evening routine is is three or four simple steps that we take just to wind down when it gets dark to ensure that we're going to get into a restful and peaceful state before we go to bed. So what I did personally is when I uh, when the sun goes down over here in WA, which at the moment is around about five thirty because it's winter, just dim all the lights down in the house. Make sure that you you haven't got any large lights on. 
no main means on you haven't got you know screens right in front of your face you're uh, uh getting those dimmed down and you might just go and have something which you know like a, like a tea for example so for me i might have a chamomile tea and uh, you know, there's there are a lot of research that goes into that not really there's not many people that are going to research teas but it is quite relaxing and it's quite nice and a nice warm uh mug of mug of a drink to to have when you when you're uh, you know, settling down just before your evening um, and then it might be a little bit of reading um, putting the phone away, getting a book out, reading the book, saying on my phone, okay, that's, that's, um, no, I'm not going to be looking at that now. And then, uh, the next steps would be to perhaps just sit there quietly once, once I've read my book and just allow myself just to process my thoughts for five to 10 minutes. Um, and just to, you know, maybe do some deep breathing just to allow you to get into that relaxful state. And then you might have something in the background where it might be some calming music or it might be, uh, like an incense stick or a, a scent. And what you need to do is if you just keep that consistent every single night, then eventually you're but your your mind is going to associate that kind of um, that framing per se as, as framing to calm down and relax and to go to sleep. So, number two is the evening routine. Number three out of the five tips is going to be put your phone down and essentially to avoid stimulation roughly around about an hour before you go to bed. So how many people do you know that, uh, and even myself, I do it, I have been doing it recently um, you know, to try and, I guess, uh, distract my mind a bit. So you just end up flicking through your videos or you're flicking through your social media, you're flicking through Instagram and that sort of stuff and you end up you know, just wasting 30 minutes, 40 minutes just on your phone, just before you know it and you're bed and you just got this bright kind of light in your eyes now that's going to impact the 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 hormones in our body melatonin that helps helps initiate sleep it's going to it's going to push that back to later on at night so we're not going to feel as tired and it's also going to uh, ruin our, our consistency and our, and our routine so kind of avoiding that flicking through that facebook liking things it's it, that's all that come of a stimulation it, ca- it causes an increase in dopamine in the brain which is essentially uh, you know the chemical that makes us move forward and continue uh, and we don't want dopamine in the brain when we're when we're trying to get to sleep we want to try and relax ourselves get more serotonin and get more melatonin and and uh, more of those relaxing kind of chemicals in the brain so not only physiologically is it is having a phone going to cause an issue with your sleep but psychologically as well if you're not able to put your phone on um, airplane mode or turn it off or don't have it in your room before you go to bed are you really consciously or unconsciously accepting that the day is over I don't think you are. I think that you're saying that, no, there's still someone that could potentially contact me. There's still someone that could email me tonight, or there's still a like or a comment on my social media that's going to, uh, uh, that I'm going to go and have a look at. Now, if you're going to do that, then how is your brain and your mind fully going to be able to get into that deep full level of sleep, that level free sleep that is basically the most restorative sleep we can get if if we're not accepting fully that the day is over and we can put our phones away and say, okay, this is my time now to recover. This is my time now to say goodbye to, the, to today and then wake up in the morning ready to go again. So number three is to put the phone down and to avoid simulation. Number four, and number four is a t- 
technique that we can use when we're in a, a state where we're unable to get to sleep. So say you've been waiting, you know, you've been laying in bed now for 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and you, your kind of brain's just running, your mind's just running, you're quite stressed. Throughout the day, we do have a lot of stresses, especially if you're a high performance individual or you're looking to get high performance, and this is a sort of audience that might be listening to this podcast, you're going to have a lot going on in your life. Now, all these stresses kind of can build up in the body and get caught in the body and they get tense. You know, just, just sitting here now as I go through through this uh, conversation, having you, I can feel a little bit of tightness in my shoulders, a bit of tightness in my back. Now, what that's going to do is just going to add to that stress. It's going to add to that pain, that discomfort. And when you're laying in bed, is that really ideal for what you want when you're trying to get to sleep? No, it's not. So what we can use, we can use something called progressive relaxation techniques. And this is essentially where... Uh, we just kind of lay ourselves, listen to a bit of calming music, and we might scan the body for, for tension. We might scan the body for any kind of pain. And we'll just sit there with that and focus and put our attention on that area for a short period. And you can just consciously tell yourself to, to relax. Um, and a good way to do that is just essentially holding your focus on the area. So, for example, right now I might be holding the closing my eyes, just in my mind, just kind of focusing on the area where I can feel the the tension or the pain. Just taking a deep breath in, breathing right into the belly, and then just steadily, just kind of just letting the air just kind of come out as a natural um, uh, release, and just saying relax as I as I do that. And what you'll feel is you'll just feel that tension in that area eventually, just kind of just um, just dissipate. And it just makes you, you can do that from your, you know, from your toes, work on work to your ankles, all the way through your calves, up to your quads, up to, you know, through your body and work up to the right to the top of your head. And you can do that through that, go through that a few times. And what you'll notice is eventually you'll notice that you just feel very, very, very kind of sedated. You'll feel like you're floating. Um, you might even become unaware that you're in the bed anymore because you're just kind of in your mind and just kind of in this state, what I'd term as a catatonic state. Have you ever been, if you've ever sat in front of a TV and grown into a movie before you kind of just forgot where you are that's that's the kind of state you want to get into and essentially that is just you know, changing the brain waves in, in, in the brains to 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 a position where you where you're almost you're almost asleep you're in that stage one sleep where you you're consciously aware but you're starting to initiate some down regulation down the process of relaxation so the process number four would be the progressive relaxation techniques and then the final one is, uh, you know, if you've got a highly stressful life or you're feeling anxious at the moment, or you're struggling with sleep, is that like, now I'm just going to say, just get caffeine and stimulants just out out completely they just completely stop using them at all and it might sound counterproductive because if you're struggling to sleep then yes in the morning you want to get up you want to have your coffee you want to be able to have your day but that short-term um, difficulty of getting off the caffeine maybe one or two weeks is going to be so much more beneficial long term to, um, to to your sleep because even having the smallest amount of caffeine or stimulants in your body um, when you're trying to get to bed at night time and that might necessarily mean you have you know, a coffee in the afternoon and it's just a small amount that's on top of the stress that you already have causing more cortisol increases more causing more adrenaline to be released into the body and the brain is just not going to be able to get into the state that it needs to to initiate sleep so number one consistency number two creating that evening routine number three putting your phone down and just you know accepting that your day's over four if you're struggling to get sleep go on youtube and just put some earphones in just use you can go and check some uh, progressive relaxation te techniques or there's some guided meditations that take you through just kind of relaxing
relaxing your body. Um, and then number five, just ensuring that you don't have any stimulants or any caffeine in there. Now, this might sound like to you that this is, um, uh, it's, uh, you know, oh God, man, you're telling me to change my whole life here. Well, if you're, if you've got poor sleep, and you're suffering as a result and you're suffering the following days and you know it's causing you anxiety because all this does it causes a problem then committing to making and forming these habits is going to really be potentially life-changing for you sleep if you can get it right when you haven't got good sleep if you can get it right it can be massively life-changing and i've seen it in my clinics i've worked with thousands of individuals that have improved their sleep and they come back and thank me so i hope you've taken this advice or and i hope that you can use this advice and i hope that this shorter kind of uh, podcast has been a bit more enjoyable for you guys as well so thanks for listening as always please leave a review or just follow me on my social media at martin mcphillamy m-a-r-t-i-n-m-c-p-h-i-l-i-m-e-y and just give me a comment or something or drop me a dm and if you're listening to this and you've uh you you don't know who i am so it'd be great to to hear to hear some feedback and for you to reach out thank you